0: Okay, Surab the Ayin, Zayin, Amin, Aleph The Mishnah starts off like this The Mishnah is describing a chalol. Now a chalol and a halala is a Kayin if a Kayin lives with a woman that he's not allowed to live with Now it's Dafka, as we're going to see in the end of the Daf It's Dafka Psule Kuhuna Meaning, if a Kayin lives with his sister she's not a chalala. There's other p'sulim, but a chalol is when a woman let's say, a, a, a man a Kayin lives with a divorcee so she becomes a chalala, and if he's not a chalala, he does not become a chalala, but if he has a child, that child is a chalala. Now the rule is as follows. I'll say the rule outside, then we'll see it inside. The rule is, chalalim goes by the male only, meaning a halal has a son, he's a halal, who has a son, he's a halal, ad it keeps on going down by the son. But it goes one generation by the female, meaning a halal has a daughter, she's Asr to kahuna, but her child is not a halala. So she, she's like a carrier, but she doesn't transmit it. A male halal transmits it. That's the rule. And it's based on drushas of the pesukim. So the, the if a, if a koyin gadol and an almana have a, a daughter, she's a halala. So she's pasul. But she does not transmit it. If they have a son, he's a cholol, and his son's a cholol, and his son's a cholol. That's the rule. The Mishnah says bas cholol zacher. why it, it took me a long time to prepare this last night. It, once you get it, that's what the Mishnah is saying. Bas cholol zacher psulam inekud The daughter of a male cholol is always aser. Meaning, if you have a cholol who has a son who's a cholol who has a son who's a cholol who has a son a cholol, eight generations later they have a daughter. She's aser. Now the chiddush of this is the Gemara is going to point out that unlike a mitzri that's three generations. A halal, and conceptually, if it's ben achar ben, can be fifty generations. There's no, there's no. But Yisrael shenasa chalala, although the daughter of that union is a chalala, bita laku'na. She does not transmit it to her child. Meaning, if the mom is a halala, the child is fine. It, she she's a carrier, but she doesn't transmit. Chalal shenasa Basi bita laku'na. But if a chalal marries a bas Yisrael, then he transmits it to his son, and his daughter is also, but again, she will not transmit it further. So that's the rule by a Okay. Now here's the question. What about a convert? We know a convert also can't marry a kayan. The question is, what's the status of a convert? If I have a male convert who marries a female Yisraelis, a bas Yisrael, is the child as kahuna? How does it work? So there's three approaches amongst the Tannaim. You have Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says, Bas ger zacher, kibas zacher. Rav Yehuda says, the rule of a convert is the exact same rule as a chal. Meaning, that if a male convert marries a Yisraelis, the child, and they have a son, they have a they have a, a, a daughter, she's Asla Kuhuna. But, if a female convert marries a son, she doesn't transmit. Meaning, the daughter is a carrier, but doesn't transmit. So if a male convert marries a Yisraelis, of born Jew, and has a daughter, she can't marry a kohen. But that daughter has a child, has a daughter, she's fine. Okay. That's the rule by a convert. That's the first opinion. That a convert is modeled after a chol. The second opinion is, or of ben Yaakov, ben Yaakov Shita is, the only problem for a convert is if a convert marries a convert. Meaning, if one parent is a convert and has a child, full-fledged Jew, she can marry a coin. It's only an issue if a ger marries a geiris and has a daughter, she's pasal kuhun. Ravaz ben Yaakov ha'imer, Yisrael shenosa geiris, bita k'sher l'kuhunah. Ger shenosa bas Yisrael, bita k'sher l'kuhunah. As long as one parent is a Yisrael, then it's fine. It's only an issue. Ger shenosa geiris, bita k'sher l'kuhunah. And by the way, that would mean that if a ger marries a geiris, has a child, has a son, that son marries a geiris, has a son, marries a gyoris, and you just have ten generations of ger geiris, ger geiris, then it's going to be an issue. It goes, it keeps going. This shows you, by the way, that you see from this Gemara that a is the issue of a gyoris for a kohen is not because she converted and we afraid that she had bia before. This obviously feels that this is a soul let that though. If a ger is and I mean, there is no pagam from before. It's like brand new. There's also no Yichus. There's no, no Yichus either way. I get that. So there's no That's right. the point. That's the point. You see from here that of course, again it's right. doesn't probably agree with us. I didn't look inside. But some Roshim doesn't agree. If a ger marries a Giyaris and has a son who marries a Giyaris who has a son who marries a Giyaris it could be 20 generations that daughter is not allowed to marry a cut. <contin-> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Should be good. So that's the second opinion, and then you have <laughs> Rav Yosi. Rav is the third shita, which is <crests> He disagrees with the whole premise. A problem of a convert is someone who converted to Judaism. Their child is fine. A Gyaris, the child could be Which I think at least is what you're saying. And I'm assuming that's Rav Yosi shita, that a ger marries a is the child's fine. That's, that's Okay, let's go back to the Gemara. The Gemara says like this. So we said to start that the daughter of a, let's say a Cholol marries a halala, right? So we, we said the rules, it goes by the, the son. So Cholol, the son is a Cholol, son's a Cholol, son's a Cholol, son's a Cholol. And then the rule is the daughter is possible for one generation, but doesn't transmit it. That's the rule. So it's transmitted by the men, but the daughter are carriers. So again, so if a cholol marries a Yisrael and has a son, he'll he'll come to uh, has a daughter. She's Pasal kahuna, but her children will be fine. She's a carrier, but doesn't transmit. And we said that this is true la'olim. So the Gemara says my la'olim. What what are you are you adding by saying la'olim? So the Gemara says I mean, the Chiddush is that we know there are certain things that are forever like Mamzeris is forever there are certain things like a Mitzray and a Daim is, 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 is three generations so you might think that Halala is a P'sul for three generations but once it hits three generations it's fine, no no no, it keeps going as long as you always have a son a ben it can be 50 Daim Halalim continues why gonna... not? A... Oh, you're saying it's unlikely. Okay, but it's possible. The point is, it's conceptually possible. There's no halachic saying that after four generations, we're done. It it keeps going. Now, we said, what's interesting about this is, and this is purely droshes based, what's interesting about it is, is that the sons are carriers and transmit. The daughters carry and don't transmit. So again, a halal marries a woman and has a son, that son's a halal, has a son, that's a sons a call. but if they have a daughter, she's pasul kahuna, so she is like oser herself, but she doesn't transmit. That's got to be psukim. So what we're going to basically find is there are psukim that indicate the son transmits, there's psukim that indicate, and not the woman, there's psukim that indicate that a woman is pasul, and we're going to say the woman is pasul for herself but doesn't transmit, and it's purely based on droshis. Let's see it inside. The Gemara says, how do I know this complicated concept of how we look at the son and the daughter, of Halal. So, Om Rav Yechem Hashem kan v'lo ba'amov. The Pesach says regarding a Kain Godel, who marries in Almana, he shall not contaminate his children, his z'aray, his sons. And it also says regarding a Kayan whose wife dies, lo yechal Baal ba'amov. Meaning, so the Pesach says, um ba'amov, by Halalim, and it says baamav by the husband contaminating so just like just like by tuma it's male only right women kehanim can go to a cemetery so by the by by tuma the word baamav means male exclusively afkan so to by halalim, it's purely male and not female now stop right there this pasuk indicates that the males transmit the problem is if you stop right here that would also indicate that there's no such thing as a halala because it's purely male but we said that while women don't transmit, they carry. So the Gemara says, Well, if you're going to stop right there, that would mean that if they have a daughter, right? if a cholal has a daughter, she should be mutter. But we said that it's also for one generation. So the Gemara says, Well, well, it says Zaray. Zaray means all offspring, including women. So we have the Pusik, which indicates just male. We have a Pusik that includes women. So what's the reconciliation? The way you, you figure it out, Yamachriya is male transmit, women, first generation will become Asr. So the Gemara says, oh, Then let the. But here's also the Chiddush, by the way. It's not just that the daughter of the Kohen Gadol, right? If a Kohen Gadol marries. In Al-mana, right? So the son will be a Cholah, but the daughter will be Aser. Fine. But let's say they have a son only. He's a khal. Then he has a daughter. She's also going to become Aser. First generation is How do you know that? Because maybe it's only Aser by a female if she's the first generation of the union, but not the child of the great-grandchild of a khal. You understand what I'm saying? Meaning, you have the original prohibited union. That creates the problem. So it creates a chol on the male side, and it creates an iser on the woman side. But let's say he has a chol, and then he has a chol, and he has a chol, he has a chol, and then they have a daughter. She's aser even though she's like five generations removed from the prohibited original union. How do I know that's true? So the Gemara says, Well, you're comparing him to the, to the, you're comparing the children to the original. The same way the original is the daughter, so to the children asser the daughter. So the Gemara says, well, if you're going to include the daughters, maybe women should transmit it. So the Gemaria says bas bitay Right, if you're gonna say women are all inclusive, then why don't they transmit khalalas? Why doesn't it why isn't it that if a godl marries an has a daughter and then she has a son, that son should be a chala. But we said that they don't transmit, they just carry. The answer is Xer <laughs> Then what's the point of Xer Shava? Meaning we start. <laughs> no, well Zara is inclusive. The, the answer is Ba'amov. We started with Shava. Ba'amov tells you male only. So we know that there's something special about male only. Zaroi is including of women. So we said, well, it includes women that they're oser. Well, maybe they should also transmit. Then what's the point of ba'mav? Ba'mav means to exclude women. Zara is to include. We can't just include and we can't just exclude. The answer is you have to sort of be machriya. And the way to Mahriya is the women are Usr, first generation, but they don't continue the line of halalim. I guess the, I guess the Gemara feels that the word ba'mav is more betokfai. Also, it wouldn't make sense that... that are the word zara inclusive? Zare means offspring. His offspring, no. Yeah, but it His means offspring. any of the offspring, male or female offspring. Oh, that they it doesn't say b'nai. You know, so, yeah, yeah. I guess the Gemara feels that, that that ba'amav is more of the the taikif of the Xerah. or it makes more sense that the male should continue the problem because it was started by men. Like it makes right, it's a male issue. The, 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 the koyanim is much more male centric in halacha. I guess Okay, let's keep going. Um, quick point to the Mishnah. The Mishnah, the first three lines of the Mishnah, repeats itself. I'll just say it outside. You'll, I'll read the Mishnah outside. You'll see. It says, The daughter is always Asr. And then it says, Well, now let's speak it out. That that's basically you're telling me the rule and then you give me two examples. What do you need the examples for? Just tell me the rule, I'll figure it out. So the Gemara says Baschal I It was just to keep the flow going. Once it lists one example, it wants to list the alternative. Okay. Now we said that a holo, if a holo marries okay, so you have a a they have a son. He's a holo. He marries a basisural. Regular good for a woman. Have a son, holo son, chalol, right? It keeps going. That's not Rav Dostoy ben, Dustoy, Rav Dustoy ben Rav Yehuda's opinion. He disagrees. He says that to make a chalol, both parents have to be chalol. According to Rav Dustoy ben Rav Yehuda, if you want to make a chalol, it would have to be like this. Ammon HaKadol have a baby boy. He's a chalol. He marries a chalol. Then they have a child. That child's a chalol. But if one parent is clean, it stops the bloodline. That's Rav Dostoy ben Yehuda's opinion. It's not like our Mishnah. Because our mission said as long as the son, it's not it's not male bloodline, it's you need both parents to be halalim to transmit. The Gemara says Masis and our mission is not like the Sabin Ehud, Rav the same way non Kaihanim purify halalais, meaning a halala you are acknowledged doesn't transmit. So the the wives also uh, the, stop it from transmission meaning that he doesn't believe that there should be a distinction. Once one parent doesn't transmit, it never transmits through one parent. So meaning in other words, according to Avisebnih, you need both parents to be halal and to transmit chalos. My time's Avi Sabin what's his source? Ba'amov, Ba'am umov implies people, that they're they're similar. Ba'amov. They're like one am, meaning there's only halalim if they're ba'amav. If the husband and wife are like one nation. What does it mean one nation? They're both Jews. It means they're both the same. They have to both be halalim to transmit halalim. That's what I have Yehuda's opinion. Okay. Now here's the kasha. Okay. You have a kohen gadol. um gadol marries an almana. Yeah. Not allowed to do that. They have a child. The child's a halal What about the woman that he married? The almana? What's her status? She's Posalkuhuna. Meaning she can't eat Truma ever again. She can't marry a Kayan ever again. Right? And Almona can marry Kahanem, but the second she marries a Kayan Gadol, she's out. How do I know that? So chalalim actually, by the way, is, is two parts. You could have you could have a chal who's born a Halal, and then you could have this woman, right? A halala. There's two different types of chalalim. right? A halala is the daughter born to that union, or the mom. She's also a halala. She just became a halala from this union. Where do you know that you could create a halala from a forbidden union, a forbidden Qayhanim union? So the Gemara says, <laughs> I only know that there's a thing called a halala by the children. He How do I know that the woman herself became a halala? Meaning that that almana, once she lives with the Kayan Gadol, she's a halala forever. By the way, that means that she can't eat Shuma and also means that if she ever lives with the Kayan, he's going to get lashes. So how do I know that she became a Chalala from this from this Well, it's a Chalala. Well, I mean, very simple. If the child who didn't do anything wrong became a Chalala, so she who did something wrong, Chalala, she should be a Chalala. So that's the Chalala. Now, here's the issue with the Chalala. The issue of the Chalala is, he doesn't become a Chalala, or the Qayin Gadol is not a Chalol. The second he divorces her, he can go back to being a Qayin Gadol. So you're telling me the Kavah is that if the child who did nothing wrong becomes a Chalol, Kavah the person who did the Aver, well, the dad who did the Aver doesn't become a Chalol? No, because then she, once they get separated, she's also forever. Meaning she's not like him. He, the second they separate, he can go back to serving the bishamik the kaddish vitar. She is forever a Chalala. So you're going to say why kavochomer? If the child who didn't do an aver became a chalul, kavochomer she. But that doesn't work by the dad, the gemara says he atzma who atzma yechich. What about the man? So it shows you that that's a flawed kavochomer. So the gemara says no malahu ein meschal time behi shem meschalas Yeah, but we that's not that's not fair. I'll tell you why men can never become posel kahuna. Through an act, meaning you, you're, you're trying to compare. We're saying that the mom becomes aser from the bia because if the child became aser, didn't do anything her. What about the dad? The dad never becomes uh, aser. He says men never became never men never come Postle kahuna through bia ever. Women all the time. Let's say a woman lives with a guy pasul kahuna forever. Boom. Let's say a woman commits adultery pasul kahuna forever. So you see the concept that women are more vulnerable to becoming pasal kuhuna from a ma'isa. Therefore, the fact that the husband doesn't, by the case of k'ayin men never become Asa from a bia ever, in any circumstance. So, th- th- therefore, it's never... The only way for a man to become pasal kuhuna is if he's born a chal. There's no such mitzius that me, a regular Kayan, can do an act and make me pasal. Or me, a Yisrael, can do something and make me pasal. It's not, it's not shaykh. But that's not that. that, that that's a temporary ban. He's not actually. There's nothing inherently wrong with him. Meaning mean, there's nothing that he could do that could actually make him forever auser. Women. There are many times they could become a zayna, they could become a halala, they could become a, a grusha. And a, there's many options that a woman could have to make her pasul kahuna through a be alone. So therefore, that's not a fairaya. So the kavachimer is legitimate. In what way? Asian. Interesting. It's interesting casual. I'll try to check it up. It's interesting. Why not apply it to Mums Interesting. So the Gemara says, So by the way, but our conclusion is it's a good Kabukheimer. The Kabakhimer is if the child becomes also Kabukhimer the mom. I what about the dad? Men never become user it might be a fun the Gemara says and if you don't like the Kavacharim for another reason I'll give you another source now the problem is that right now I thought the Kavacharim is legit the Gemara is like I have another source that she becomes Aser and it's a Pasuk lo means she'll not profane the offspring lo but it can be read lo she herself should not become profane L'Yichul implies that someone who woes Kasher became profane through that Maisa which is the mom. Now, the question is, why do I need this? I thought the Kavachimer was good. right? We, I thought we were happy with the Kavachimer. The Gemara says, well, it, it's not that the, the child, we said, the child, if the child, it's a Kavachimer, right? If the child became a Cholo and they did nothing wrong, Kavachimer the mom. Yeah, but while the children didn't do anything wrong, they were born in an estate of Isser. Yes, they didn't do anything wrong, but they were created in an environment of Isser. She wasn't. And that's why the Kavacham is a little bit flawed. And therefore, you need a Pasa. Okay. Now, Taner How do you create a khala? So, any child that's born from an unfit union. Now, two things. First of all, it's not true. You could have a Chalot from a Bia. You don't have to be born, right? We said, Chalot. That's already a problem number one, by the way. It's, it implies that a halala is only born as a halala. We just got finished saying that a halala could be created from that union, right? A But secondly, what does it mean, psulim? Let me ask you a question. If I were to ask you, how do you create a halala? So you'd say, well, it's a person who's living together, bi'isr. Does that mean a lav, um, kahuna lav, or just a lav in general? Meaning, let's say, um, Let's say, uh, let's say uh, uh, what do you call it? Are you good? Let's say a person marries uh, with a massacre Grushase. It's a lav. A guy, a Yisrael, divorces his wife, marries someone else, divorces her, takes back his original wife. It's a lav. They live together. She's a halala forever? No. A is not p'sulim. A is a p'sul from a kahuna p'sul, meaning it's a union that the Torah forbids by kehanim. So you have to be a little more specific, you understand what I'm saying? Meaning it's when a grusha marries a koyan, that that makes a chol. So the Gemara says, My psulim, what, what do you mean a lav? Elam If you just tell me that every lav creates a chol, that's not true. right? If you're Mahapsu which is an iser, Ubaneak And the children of a Masugushasai are fit to kehana. Meaning if a man marries a woman, again again, Maasugushasai has a baby girl, she's not Pasil Khuna. So, well, well, the, cause there's not halal. so what, what do you mean? Uh, how do I know this? Because the Pesach says, She's a He Teva, but now They're not the children. So the Gemara says, oh, Okay, a halala has to be a kuhuna. Meaning if you have a union that's also p- kuhuna, and they have a child, that's a halal. Okay, fine. The Gemara says, in Loy, Grusha, Zaina, Bakavi Wait, wait, I thought we just got finished saying that you could have a halala even if you're not born a halala. Every Bia that's also the woman herself becomes Nishalal. So the Gemara says, What's the halal in the Torah That you're born into it. That's from a psil kahuna. Meaning, there are other types of halalim, but what's the halala that's muskar that, that's referenced in the Torah that you're born a halal? That's where you're born from a psal kahuna. So the Gemara is in my muskaris. So what do you mean mentioned? Where is it mentioned? Meaning, when the Torah says halala, the clear reference to the Torah, right? There's a source for both, right? So what does it mean, Muscaris? It says, oh, which one is found in the Tyra? They're both from the Tyra. The answer is, right, she, the, the children are lo zarei She herself's become a chalala is because lo So you want to know, so the Gemara says, well, what's the source in the Tyra that you become a chalala, the children? Why are the children more sourced in the Tyra than she? The answer is, she, uh, you have to start making drushes Lo The children is clear. Zarei ba'amav. Boom clear. So, which is the reference in the Torah that's clear as day? That's where you're born from. Let's keep going. Turn around. Okay, so this Bryce is a little bit cryptic, but we're going to work with it. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. If a koyin lives with an Almana, 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 Almana there's only one esser. It's funny, I, for some reason I thought of like the, to me, there was like the answer was like the pashup shot of the case. Well, what's the case? The Gemara, the Gemara is going to go through. If he lived with three different almanas, why are you have only one set of lashes? You should be high of three. So the Gemara is going to talk about, it. whatever, we'll get to it. Okay, Grusha, Grusha, Grusha. If a, a Kayan lives with a Grusha, 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 and a Chayav alachas, you only set one set of lashes. Let's say you live with an almana who's also a Grusha, who's also a Halala and who's also a Zaina. The halacha is. So here's the deal. If she became those in that order, meaning she was originally almana, widow, she got married a second time, then got divorced, so she became an almana, then she became a grusha, then she lived with a kain she's not allowed to, she became a halala, then she lived with her brother and became a zayna, or she got married and became an ish, became a zayna, then a kain lives with her, after all four of those things. So if it's in that order, He's high four lashes for one miceabiya. But Zinsa and and but if it's the opposite order, let's say she became a Zaina first, and then it became a Khalala, and then a Grusha, and then Almana, or whatever, out of order, in And you live with her, you only have one. So we're gonna have to figure out why that is. Okay. That's the Braissa. Now let's analyze it. This will take us through most of the daf Now let's analyze this. Almana, 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 Inikhaibala Almana, Almana, Almana. Only one la- set of lashes. So, what's the case? Hi Almana What's the case? Almanas Valmanas Shimon, Valmanas Levi. Simple pshat is you live with three different Almanas. You live with an Almana. Again, a kain Godal lives in Almanas. Reuven, Shimon, and then Levi. So, the question is, three meisabias. So, am Go to the next page. Why you only chayev one? Three different women, three different laven. Why don't? Why should be three sets of lashes? Okay, the case is where it's just one woman, one almana, almana's Ruven, and he Kayin Gadol lived with her three different meisabias. Now here's the problem. Did he Was he made aware in between? Okay. You eat chaza three times. How many lashes do you get? Well, it depends. Did you have idea in between? Or was it one lapse of judgment? So if the Kayin Gadol was it one lapse of judgment, you'll be high of one lashes. Three lapses of judgment, you'll be high of three. I don't know. And it's pretty Like That's like a dover you do in all of Chayiv If you do an Avera multiple times, it just depends on how many laps of judgment you have. So the Gemara says, Well, hey, me, what's the case? If you were not warned between each time, meaning it was one lapse of judgment, one warning, and then just one maysa straight. Of course. The answer is you were warned before each one, meaning before each one you had a new. Awareness and then forgetting. Awareness and then forgetting. Awareness and then forgetting. Am I in Then why are you chive only one? Hotnan. Nozah shayis shayis a yain kol yom kuloi. If a nozah is drinking wine all day long, but he's unworn only once, in a chalav lachas. One set of lashes. Amar latishtal tishdeh, who shayis a chive a lachas us. But if you multiple, I mean the point is there's nothing special about ammanas. That's just a rule in chayiv chatos. You know. Okay. So what's the case? The answer is le tzricha shabah ammanas ruvin shayis ammanas shimon shayis ammanas levi ma the same hashem as lucholakim kamashman guf case is she it's one woman that he had one may with but she's a widow from three different men she was married to Reuven he died married to Shimon he died married to Levi then he died and then the king got to live with her so you might think why, why what? you might think that because because she ha- she's an amana from three different circumstances she's called an amana three times right she's a three time widow so therefore you should bring three karbanos kamash malano it's one person okay well, that's the conclusion <laughs> the gemara continues um okay now then we said let's say a kayan god lives with a woman who's an almana a grusha halala and a zaina. so we said it depends on what order she became if she was in that order which is almana grusha because it's the part of the pasuk right? if it was in that order he's high four uh, four lashes but if it was Zaina, halala grusha almana only i one i don't understand there's a discussion in, in, in throughout Shas called Isser Chalal right? which means you have one thing that's already usr, and then a second Isser falls on it. If you believe in Isser Chalal Isser, then this woman, it doesn't matter the order. If you don't believe in Isser Chal Isser, then there's only one. So, like a Manoshach, I, I don't understand. Like, what does what, it matter of the order? The Gemara says, tana What does this Tana hold? Isr if the Tana holds, that in Isser, can Isser? I mean, i give you an example. You, you, you ate uh, onyam you uh, uh, Kippur, you're eating Chazer, or you, you ate, ate something that's also Mitzad another onion kipper. so how many Kabadahs do you bring? So if you believe in Yitzchak isser two If not, one So then, wh- wh- what does it matter, the order? The Gemara says, you can suffer In Yitzchak isser you can say there's an Am-Yisrael. So how don't understand, so the, the Gemara answers Amarovah, ha'i tanah sabah is a This tanah does not believe in Issachal al-Isser, but Yitzchak al-Isser He doesn't believe in Issachal isser Issachal is where they're the same, right? You know, like a novella becomes, I don't know, it's, it's hard to know an example. Let's say you have a trefa and a novella, or whatever, you know. Uh, Gid Ha'Nashe that's also a novella. Okay. They're both the same, right? In severity levels. Is Gid Ar-Nashe more severe than a novella? I don't know, they all seem to be the same to me. So that's a shayla of Issachal Isser. That Tana does not believe in Issachal Isser, because if he did, it wouldn't matter the order. But he believes Issachal Isser. Isser Moisif means that if you have an Isser, and then a second isser, which is more inclusive, more severe, then we'll include. So if you go by the order, uh, Almana, then Grusha, then Chalala, then Zaina. I'll speak it outside and you'll see it inside, that's where it's not just more isurum, more wide-ranging isser, meaning an Almana is an isser for, for who? For a doesn't apply to all kahanim. Then comes a Grusha. Grusha now expands the the realm of the yisur because now it's us to all kahanim. Then you have a chalala which prevents you from eating truma because a grusha, if she's born a kayan bas kayan and she's divorced, she has enough kids, she can go back home and eat truma. And almana can eat truma. A chalala can't. So now chalala is more inclusive, more expansive. Zaina is tricky. I'm not sure how a zayna is more inclusive. The gemara is going to analyze that. The gemara says almana asur kayan gadol and almana is a very Specific iser, it's Davka for koyin gadol, shavi lekoyin hadim muter for a regular koyin. Have grusha. Therefore, when she becomes a grusha, that's why. By the way, out of the other order, there will be no. It's not iser moisef. So therefore, they don't believe it. But you start with an Almana, Then she becomes a grusha. So migud itasav leisla gabik gadol. Because again, this is a koyin gadol living with her. There's so a one koyin gadol living with a woman who is an Almana and a grusha, and a halal, and a zayin. So from his perspective, what does it matter if she's an Almana or a Grusha? And the answer is, when she started off as an Almana, she was just usher to him. Then when she became a Grusha, she became usher to all Kehanim. So that isser was now Chal on him also, because it's more expansive. Then she becomes a Chalala. Now that a Chalala, she's now usher to Itruma. So now it expands the isser So now she's got three layers of isuram what about a zaina? What, what is a zaina? Was was So Gemara says a zaina might is her is right? Amara v hunabar howl of shame It's interesting. Znus is something that invalidates a marriage. Meaning if a Naasish is mezana, she's a zaina marriage is off. So you see that zaina is it's it's a wide ranging iser because it applies to every marriage conceptually. And therefore that's how this tana holds. Okay. fun. Nu shaila Here's the Shaila is like this. Um, what if a kain Gadol marries an almana? so that's a lav, who's also his sister? So the question is, how many sets of lashes did he get? Does he get two or one? So the Gemara says, Tana mm-hmm. Meaning? The iser of a widow only applies if you could have married her when she wasn't a widow. The sister was aser loyim, therefore, there's no second iser by her being a widow. Meaning, a regular woman who was muta, then she becomes a widow. Now there's an iser almana to kaingalu. A sister was aser loyim. The fact that she's a widow also doesn't doesn't matter. You're gonna get the lashes for living with your sister. You're not gonna get two sets of lashes. Prat So if a gadol lives with his sister who's an almana, he's only gonna be over one set of lashes. Now, who is the author of this opinion? We just had a shaila in the Tanayim of Iser Chal Iser. That kind of sounds like Iser Chal Iser, No, I mean, like, I mean, and, and we don't say Iser Chal because again, she's his sister. Now she's a widow. Iser Chal Iser. And we're saying you getting what set of lashes? So it's kind of being a proof that ain't iser chal lissor. So the Gemara says, "Amr le'Amr lechmani." Who authored this? Reb Shimon. "Amr ain't iser chal If Alzar Shimon that holds, there's no iser chal lissor. Therefore, the iser of Amora is not chal on an iser achoysoi. The Amr, the Tanya, Reb Shimon. Amr ha'eichol nevei la'biyamikipurim. Potter, right? Reb Shimon holds. Is that right? Okay. And a completely side note, I just remembered that my mezchach is still on the side of my house. Um, <laughs> Oops. Okay, so the Gemara says like this: um, If you eat navela on Yom Kippur, Rav Shimon says you only have one Yom Kippur. Navela is not Moisef. Navela is not going to do anything. The i Now the rabbanon hold isachal aliser. Ha emir isachal I Meaning according to the rabbanon, if you hold isachal then why why aren't you over two lashes? She's an almana and your sister. So the fact that you only have one is a rioter of Shimon. So the Gemara says no. I feel it him rabbanon. Ki am rabbanon ha aliser. The answer is the Rabbanan who say issach That's only true when the second Iser is more stringent. Not more expansive. Not Iser Moisiv. Iser Maisif, isr maisif let, let me just make this point clear. Iser is where it's the same level of stringency, of punishment, right? They're both lashes, whatever, but it's more expansive. Right? An almana to a kain gadol is a lav. A grusha to a kainhed is a lav, but a grusha is more expansive because it affects more people. We're saying now, the Rabbanan who say Iser isr Chal isr, that's only true when the second isr is more severe. Right? Like you have nivela, and then you have Kippur. Ooh, much worse. Over here, she's an Achosei. That's awful. Now she's also a widow. because the second isr is not more severe than the first. The first is Chayv karis. the second is Alav. And al-ma'en Iser Chal the Gemara have ikedamri. Some have the opposite. That the chiddush is that it's according to the rabbanon. That and normally they say inis ishal lizer, but and normally they say ishal lizer. Over here not because it's not a ishal chamer. hamani rabbanoni, damri ishal lizer. Vechiam rabbanis hal lizer. Hanim lizer chamer Av kav. Avit sakal lizer the Gemara, according to this version, instead of going, but it's the opposite. According to this version, that the, when the Brisa says that if a koyen uh, lives with an almana who's his sister, you only have one lashes. That's a riot to the Rabbanon, who normally say iser chalal but that's only true when the second isr is more severe. Over here, the second is is not more severe, so there's only one lav. De'ir of Shimon, because according to of Shimon. He he holds he never holds eser chal So why do I have to tell me a brisa? Meaning according to this version, it's not a riot to Rashi. It's a riot not like Rashimon. Why? Shimon holds an chal eser Chaliser forever. What do I need a brisa to tell me this case? Let's push this case. The fact that the brisa speaks it out means that it's the rabbanon, and this is the exception. Because according to Rashi, this is just an example of the rule. Like what do I need? Just throw me a thousand brises of einus ischal liser. The Gemara says, dear Reb Shimon, hasha ischahomer l'shakali chayil ischakali ischahamleib. Reb Shimon holds <laughs> this never ischah lizer. So why would I think over here be an exception? So the Gemara says, ma'u dasei me ischakuhuna sharni. Kamashmalan. Perhaps it's Reb Shimon who holds never holds einus. He never holds ischah lizer. So why would I think this is the exception? Because maybe ischakuhuna is different. Maybe by ischakuhuna there is ischah lizer for whatever reason. Kamashmalan. <laughs> no. Okay. Almost done the daf. A lot of stuff here. Uh Let's keep going. Amalei Raf Papa La Abaya Yisrael Abala Achosai Zoina Meshavalei Chalol Meshavalei Eloy Meshavalei. It's interesting. It's interesting. Kasha, a brother sister Yisraelim have relations. Okay. So what is her status now forever? She's a Zoina, right? Right. When when the pasuk says by Kehana, I've mentioned this that the Chidus' last name was Azulai. His uh, grandfather picked it because he was Qayhanim and they had to pick last names. Azulai is Aleph Zayin, Vav, Lamed, Aleph Yud. Isha Zayna V'chalala Yikachal. Oh, so he, picked that, uh, he picked that. So, so a, Zay- a Halala, we, okay, we know what a Halala is. We just got finished saying it. It's from a child from a union that's uh, Lav or uh, relations of Kahuna makes a Halala. What's a Zayna? So you think a prostitute. That's not, that's not a zaina. A Zayna, that's also for a Kayan. Is a uh, is a Karis relations. Right. A brother and sister have relations, she's a zain. Ashis ish is Mizana with her, but she's a zaina forever. Can never marry a Khan. Here's the Kasha. Is she also a halala? What's in a gaya? If he lives at the Kain, you get two sets of lashes. Meaning a Zaina is for sure from this union. Is a halala also from this union? Or maybe a halala is purely from an iser kahuna, not a standard Issacharis. Again, it's only negaya if the Yisra, if a Kayan were to live with this woman, would he get one set of lashes for Zaina or two Zaina and Chalala? That, that's his Negea. So the Gemara says, Me, I'm mm-hmm. reading a Kavachaymer. What's it? Kavachaymer. Mechayvi Lavin have a Chalala. If a Chalala is from a Chayvi Lavan relationship, Mechayvi creases like Olshkin. Meaning, if a Chalala is from a, if a Kayan marries, a, if a Kayan loses the Grusha, she becomes a Chalala. If a brother or sister live together, that's a, Chavada, that's a Chalala. Or, Perhaps a is only for iser So, Amar le, ein el miser kuhun bavad. A chalal is only for iser kuhuna. Amar Rava, mina ha rabani in chalal miser How do I know that a chalal is only for iser kuhuna? Titania. Now let me explain. The part of the daft that I had a little bit of a hard time last night. I was very tired when I got to this like 1220. The, the pasik says like this. There, there's a pasik regarding regular Kahanim. It says, Isha zayna grusha me isha So two points about this pasik. It says that a Zayna and a halal yikachu, and a grusha is separate. Isha grusha me isha By a Gadol, it says almana ugrusha vihala Zayna Puts them all together. Now it adds almana because a kayangadal can't marry an almana. Okay, so why is it that the word grusha is separated by a regular kain? So, Tatanya, so that's one issue. And by the way, secondly, Bechlal, why does a Pasuk by a kain Gadol have to say any of this? It says by a kain Gadol, Almana, Grusha, Halala, Zayna, Ezeh, Laikachu. Why did you need the last three four? Just say, Almana, Laikachu. Would I think that a kain Gadol can marry people that a regular Kayan cannot? Like a regular Kayin can't marry a grusha of chalala By a Kayin Gadol it says, a grusha yikachu. I, I, Yeah, there's no way. I, I think that that he'd be more mutter. <laughs> He's also, and when he was a Kayin, he'd be also to those three. But when he becomes a Kayin Gadol, they become permitted to him. So what do you need to say the word, uh, those three, by a Kayin Gadol? So the Gemara says, Lo grusha be gadol. We're going to go through grusha halala, and Zaina. Why does the pasuk have to say any of them by a Kayin Gadol? Tasi be kavav choimer me I'll learn that from a kavav choimer. But I know I mean. I'll say hash to the kain headit sura the kain gallo mi boy. So if they're also to a kain headed, if other also to a kain gallo. So the gemara namra. So the answer is keshem shechaluka grusha mizayin of a chalala a kain headit kachaluka be The answer is by a regular kain. If let's say I live with a kain that's a, a regular kain lives with a grusha who's also a zayinah. How many lavim does he get? How many lashes? Two. How do I know this? Because the word grusha is separated, so it's a separate law for each one. So too by a koyin if a koyin lives with a grusha and who's also a zayna, it's the same halacha. So by the way, you know, think about that. That's also kind of strange. A koyin had lives with a grusha and a zayna. Two sets of lashes, special pasuk. So too by a gadol. Why would I think he'd get off the hook more? <laughs> it's like if a koyin had literally the same miserbia, grusha of a zayna, grusha of a zayna. So I, I think that a koyin gadol would get less punished. I think he get off the hook more? He should have more severity. So the Gemara says, pshita migra, garat, poshe, he should get off the hook, not. So the Gemara says, No. The answer is, the case is, if the same way a kain hadi lives with the Grusha, who's a zaina. what if a Kayin Gadah lives with the amona who's a zaina? Ah, oh, that I know. I need a passage to tell me because almana, the, there's no almana by a kind Hadith. So I have to now have a special drasha that if a Kayan god lives in almana, who's a Zona, he gets two sets of lava. Okay. That's why I need the word grusha. Let's keep going. Why does the kain Gadol have to say the word Halala and Zayna? Halala lamanemra, e'en chalala meiser kahuna. Stop. That's why we need this pasuk. The word Halala by a Qayin Gadol is to tell you there's only a Halala from an Iser kahuna. meaning if a brother and sister have relations, it does not make a Halal. And last one, why do you need the word Zayna by a Qayin Gadol? Lamanemra, kan Zayna, v'nemer lalon Zayna, kan zarei chulen, af lalon zarei chulin. The pasuk says over here, uh zaina and it says by a regular kayan zaina to tell you makan just like by a kayan Godel, uh the the, the children become chalolin. so to by a regular kayan the the source for Halolin by the children is from a kayan Godel, and we need to reverse it back to a kayan hadith. Um, Amrabashi will end with this hilka kayan habala zaina I'll oh, we'll end with this, that if a Kayin, Gadol, if a Kayin lives with a sister, she becomes a zaina. She does not become a Halala, because the Iser was, uh, it, it wasn't from an isakuna. But, if he ha- lives with her a second time, then she becomes a Halala, because one of the Isurim of a kayan is a zaina. You understand? Meaning, you only make a Halala when it's an Isra Kahuna, so Kayin loses of his sister, it's very kechab. Kayin loses of his sister, doesn't make a chalala, because the Isra is a chalala. But now she's a zaina. Now you live with her a second time, now you live with a zayna, you make a chalala. I'll stop here.